Hey everybody, happy almost Halloween. This is our Halloween episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. And you know what's scary to me? It's the thought that there are people out there who enjoy the show that haven't yet rated or reviewed it on iTunes. It chills me to the bone. The only thing scarier than that is thinking of people who are enjoying the show and then not sharing it with their friends. Spooky, scary, like a werewolf bar mitzvah. So if you enjoy the show, do those things. Do them. Rate, review, share. It's so easy. The whole thing takes like, what, a minute, two minutes of your time? Especially if you have the review in your head. It doesn't have to be long. Just let people know why you love the show and why they will too. That's all there is to it. And now, without any further ado, here's episode 87 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Ghosts. Real or fake? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right! We got this! It's time to send the little ones to Dreamland and set your podcast player's dial to Spooky. Bolt the doors, lock your windows, and steal yourself for mysterious suspense in this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Ghosts. Hello, Hal. Hello, oh, sorry. Mark. sorry, I didn't know you were <laughs> Hello to you. Did I scare you with my vibrato voice? Ooh, vibrato. Always spooky. Do you think that there's somebody out there who has the disease where their voice is vibrato all the time outside of Don Pardo? Because <laughs> he sounds... I think... It's, I think it's Pardo's scary. version is put upon. I don't think it's, I don't think he actually sounds like that. I think he does. I think I, you're ruining my fantasy of him going to the store going, I need a loaf of bread, salami, chip peanut butter, musical guest, some gherkins, and your host, <laughs> marshmallow fluff. <laughs> By the way, you just described the worst chopped basket of all time. <laughs> all right, chefs, open your baskets. Your entree must include Jif peanut butter, salami, gherkins, and marshmallow fluff. <laughs> we call it the divorce dad basket. Oh, I would is you see you are a married man. Yes. Uh your fridge probably looks a heck of a lot better than mine does. Maybe. We may have talked about this before on the show. I don't know. I open my fridge and there is usually uh a carton of eggs with one egg left in it. <laughs> a Brita pitcher that has not been refilled and uh an entire grocery store's worth of condiments in the door and nothing to put them on. Well, then this is perfect for our Halloween episode because your refrigerator is actually doubling as a haunted house. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I have the ghost of Meals Past in there. Well, speaking of ghosts, Jeremy Frank, who runs the MaxFun <laughs> NYC Twitter account and group, has asked us whether or not ghosts are real. So we're going to determine that. This is not a question of faith. We're not going to go on belief. We are going to examine the facts and reports and stories and rumors and we're going to pull from it the inexorable truth. Yeah, but how that first of all, that's real highfalutin for what we do here. Thank you. 
um, what you just described. I take that as a compliment. Uh, but it is, it's all belief, isn't it? I mean, we're not talking about like theologies necessarily, but ghosts are primarily a belief thing. That's why there's no real, if we were going on real concrete evidence, the answer would be, no, there's no ghosts. Like immediately right off the top. Oh, would we? Are you saying that one of us has not encountered a ghost? Oh, no, I have encountered ghosts, but I don't have scientific proof that I've encountered ghosts. Well, we're going to debunk once and for all whether you are a liar, and we're also <laughs> going to learn whether all those people who take uh, n- night vision cameras into prisons on the Discovery Network are also liars. We'll know. The and Discovery I- Channel, Hal, not the Discovery Network. You're like my grandmother. <laughs> Put it on the foods program. My grandmother once called uh, Sleepless in Seattle, Lonely in St. Louis, which was great. Not oh only that God. she got it wrong, but that she said St. Louis, which is the oldest person thing you can possibly do. Is it? You don't call it St. Louis? No, because I'm They're not. They're the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm not, I'm not Gene Kelly in 1940. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So do you call him, do, do you call him Louis the 14th? No, <laughs> King Louis the 14th. <laughs> Is it Huey, Dewey, and Lewis? <laughs> well, he's, his name is spelled L-O-U-I-E. <laughs> That's fair. And I do call him Lewis the 14th when I'm mad at him. That's when he knows oh. he's in trouble. Lewis. Lewis XIV King, get in here right now. Also, if you were a cartoon and you had some TNT, when it exploded, would it go Kablewis? <laughs> You're so dumb. This is the dumbest <laughs> so dumb. train of thought. Let's get back to ghosts. Yes. Now we actually have you have compiled along with uh well you are you have in front of you research that I have in front of me yeah. by Kate McManus. Our Kate McManus, our, our wonderful researcher, yes. has put together uh a list of it's it's mostly a list of haunted places that I just had a blast reading. Yes. Um because there really isn't a lot of empirical evidence. There is a whole lot of scientific evidence of spiritualism and ghost hunting and paranormal activity being debunked. But just because people have faked it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Famously, spiritualists in the late 19th century, mm-hmm. uh, they, Arthur Conan Doyle was a fan of going to mediums and, um, and Queen Victoria went to mediums. Uh, Mary Todd Lincoln went to mediums and they would go to seances and, and they would try and commune with the dead. But these were all, all this spiritualism was debunked famously by Harry Houdini but also by lots of other newspapers, publications, and um, science-leaning folks. Right. Uh, but that's not to say that that the dead do not uh, stick around, I guess, at yes. times. I mean, I saw that documentary, Ghostbusters, and then I guess they, <laughs> they did a, a, a new version of the documentary with a new cast of, of um, 
Ghostbusters. It seemed like they gave really a lot of access to cameras for the recording of that documentary, too. Like, they were with them all the time. You know, I've seen both of those documentaries, and I saw the the second documentary from the 80s where terrifying things were happening with the Statue of Liberty. And I have Mm -hmm. to say, I don't understand why you are still in New York. That place seems like a hotbed of terror. Well, by the time I got to New York, I guess they had put it back. Okay. Or she had walked back of her own free will. Sure. Sure. I know mm-hmm. you got there a lot later, but apparently over the summer there were more ghosts. I saw them. I saw that documentary. Yeah. That's modern uh, day, man. Yeah, that you know what? You're right. Um I I should move back to Los Angeles right now. Um <laughs> Los Angeles has its share of ghosts though. Hollywood is uh is notoriously filled with uh, ghost-laden mansions. California has one of the more famous ghost uh, attractions, I guess, the Winchester Mystery House. Yes, that's the house where uh, they have to keep building rooms, right? They had to mm-hmm. continue to build rooms, and then all the owners went insane. The, every so- haunted house is the same story. <laughs> like uh, in the in the 1890s, some people lived here. They went insane. It's got really nice old furniture in it, and also probably there's ghosts. Uh, there are, now that we're just jumping into haunted houses, mm-hmm. uh, there are some great examples from Kate. Uh, I'm going to give you, all right, I'm going to give you, this is a Zillow listing. You know Zillow? Yes. The, uh, the home, uh, home purchasing website. Um, <laughs> there is a, there is a listing for a home. Yes. And, uh, here is what it says. Uh, original hardwood floors, oh, four bedroom, nice. 2.5 baths. Built in 1901. Okay. Uh, 1,850 square feet of living space. That's good. Slightly haunted. What? Hmm. <laughs> Large living room with open staircase. Oh, I like the living room. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the slightly haunted part. Yeah. Uh, it says, slightly haunted. Nothing serious, though. For example, the sounds of phantom footsteps. A strange knocking sound. Followed by a very quiet, hardly noticeable even, scream at 3.13 a.m. once a week. Wait, can I? And then, <laughs> twice a week, tops. You know, when you are, work as a real estate agent, you're listing a home, you have to give disclosure on things that happened there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this <laughs> is, uh, I feel like this, this is, is, this is two kids and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> this is either going to turn away serious house buyers or attract a goth couple. Yeah, super, super, super intense into ghosts. <laughs> Probably own a lot of the Disneyland uh, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Oh, yeah. They're the ones that like that version of the haunted house. You don't like that version? It's fine. I just want to be able to ride the actual haunted ha- uh, mansion yeah. all year round. Don't go, don't go between October and December or you don't, will be riding the Tim Burton version. Don't go between August and January. They switched that thing over like the beginning, like I think pre-Labor Day now. Oh, well, I thought that they just had, they, well, they have to close it for like a month. That's the problem with yeah. doing this is it has to be, it keeps the ride closed for a month. I have a anyway, real problem. Uh, we're talking about real ghosts, Hal. <laughs> Not, I love that immediately we turn to Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Well, I mean, look, if we're going to, if we're going to look at a, a housing listing where they go slightly mm-hmm. haunted, how is this verified? Who, um, who, is this for sale by owner? Who did this? This is for sale by owner, but it's also, the reason that I like to think that this is real is that it is being played down so much. 
Let me read you. I was reading excerpts. Let me read you the exact full, um, the exact full listing, not the okay. full listing with all the other stuff. I'll start with the haunted stuff. Go ahead. Um, new, mo- <laughs> all right. New molding throughout entire first floor. Slightly haunted. <laughs> Nothing serious though. Uh, for example, the sounds of phantom footsteps, a strange knocking sound followed by a very quiet, hardly noticeable even, uh, even scream at 3.13 a.m., maybe once a week, twice a week tops, and the occasional ghastly visage lurking behind you in the bathroom mirror. Even still, this occurs very rarely and only in the second floor bathroom. Freshly painted. Would you move into that house? No. Would be then that then that answers our episode right there. You believe in ghosts? There are ghosts. Look, I wouldn't do it because uh, it seems it's just weird to put that into a listing. It just doesn't. Or is it because terrifying. you don't want to live in Dunmore, Pennsylvania? I I don't know how interested I am living in Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Although the house seems fine and interesting, this beautiful is, house. New Orleans does the same thing though. Oh, New Orleans is the worst. Not the worst. It's a great city. New Orleans is uh is so haunted. In fact. That, uh, you know how they have signs that say sold that you tack onto a for sale sign? Yes. They now have signs that say haunted. That like, they just have like a box of them that they will add. There, so many places are haunted that if a place is haunted, they just tack this on to the for sale sign. Okay. Uh, that's dumb. <laughs> Why is well, that dumb? I mean, but that's uh, no. I, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. That is not. There are also some that say not haunted. Isn't that for so tourists? That, Wait, probably. How many? Is this like Paperboy, where at the beginning you see all the houses that are subscribed to your paper, and then you see the ones that have canceled <laughs> their subscriptions, and that's how you know which ones are haunted or not haunted? I think there's a haunted house in that too. Is there? Is one of the houses haunted in Paperboy? Probably. Now, is the house in the game, like, designed to look like a haunted house? Or you mean the game itself, one of the houses, somewhere in the coding, there's a ghost? No, I think they, one of them looks kind of haunted by, like, the <laughs> the ghost of one of those children on a big wheel. <laughs> uh, so, um, this, uh, it turns out, these haunted, not haunted signs... Just, just to jump back on that train for a second, uh-huh. were uh, were created by a local real estate broker named Finnis Shellnut. Oh, real sure, name, of course, I assume. Uh huh. Um, he called them more of a joke to drum up business, but still, that there are enough haunted places. Also, uh, he is his ex wife is Jennifer Flowers, and they live together in a uh, in a French Quarter haunted condo. That sounds like an experience thing, doesn't it? Like rent, yeah. uh, you can buy a haunted condo and then the agent just comes by with a sheet over them and just goes, ooh, <laughs> you need a radon ex- inspection, ooh. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the, the ghost who comes around and is just making sure that you filled out all your paperwork properly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. The copper wiring is not too cold. <laughs> this is a load-bearing wall. Load-bearing. <laughs> Musical um, guests, a load-bearing wall. See oh my gosh, it's it the is? ghost of Don Pardo. See? Um, do you think that, that most of these haunted houses are that 
that they are mal- that they are maliciously haunted? Do you think they're mischievously haunted? Do you think they're mundanely haunted? I don't know. Like people are like, oh, this if if you live here, it's really freaky. The lamp turned ninety degrees. I'm like, yeah, okay. So the lamp turned. Turn it back. <laughs> like you can see slightly more of the cord now. Quit being a baby. Turn it around. The ghost is the ghost just has OCD. Well, like, you know the <laughs> the lamp goes this way. <laughs> Every night you hear the ghosts tapping three times on the kitchen door <laughs> and then washing its hands. <laughs> Sometimes oh. at night you can hear it checking to see if it left the stove on. <laughs> oh wait, that was just my wife. Yeah, ghost CD. Now, ghost don't... CD. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Yeah, that was just for you. Now, yeah, I appreciate you, that. I, I, you're operating right now. Everything you're saying sounds. Yeah, like I'm it. in an operating room right now. Uh, I'm surrounded <laughs> by nurses. We yeah. probably shouldn't be talking about this. Scalpel. You're. Thank you. <laughs> I'll. I'll wait. I'm sure the patient will be fine. You're making a ghost right now. With your lack of yes, I am. Knowledge. Hey, but yeah, wh- how dare you assume that I don't know how to put a person back together again? What I was gonna say though was that you sound like you are already coming down and saying ghosts are real, and I'm not. I, I'm not saying you believe ghosts are real. I'm saying by the end of this episode, we are determining whether ghosts are real. So it sounds yes. like you've made your decision. I, I would have to. I would have to be uh I would have to be irrefutably shown that everything is malarkey for me to say that it's not real at this point. I am a person who there are just too many stories. I've got uh, Kate did a great job this week. I have I went down a internet rabbit hole of scary spooky ghost stories. Emily's Bridge in Vermont, a haunted bridge that is so haunted it's on the National Registry of Historic Places because a girl hanged herself there when uh her boyfriend didn't show up for them to run away together in the 60s. Ooh. The Tower of London, which I just visited. I spoke to um the uh the the Raven Master Chris who is incredibly kind wonderful guy who gave us a private tour of the Tower of London. He switched apartments when he lived there. Because he, you know, the, the, uh, the beef eaters live in the Tower of London. He switched apartments because his apartment was haunted. There's a boat that showed up just on shore one day, completely intact, half eaten dinners on the tables, but the, uh, the, the people on the boat, the passengers and the crew just vanished, were never found. This, there are too many of these stories. By the way, that ship is called the Mary Celeste, and look up the story if you want to see it. It's a crazy story. Okay. Um, but I think it would take a lot for me to, it would take a lot for me to not think that ghosts are real. But I tell you who is doing a really good job of making me, uh, of leaning me toward thinking that ghosts might be baloney is paranormal hunters on television who are I believe pretty much all pseudoscience quacks. Now, okay, look, these are <laughs> obviously this is for entertainment. These shows, although who yes. knows? May, we, I, I don't know the extent to which they believe that this is true, but there, there is an entire uh, scientific 
approach. Did you put air quotes around that when you did it? No, no, I was circular. I was circling with my hand to bring the words out of my brain. Um, <laughs> okay. No, there is an entire community of people who try to use scientific methodology to determine either determine whether ghosts are real. Although I, I think I, I'm with you, they're trying to prove that they're real. So w- what you're saying though is that you want to take all that scientific work and throw it out the window because there are TV shows about it. Yes, I do. Uh, because I feel like, well, not because there are TV shows about it. Oh, I don't know how this uh-huh. one's stumped me. Oh, you're a really good lawyer. Well, look, you wanted to do this topic. You wanted so badly to do it because I really want to know. I want to know it. Like, this is not a thing that I have my mind made up about. It's only by talking through it with you that I'm realizing, yes, I believe in ghosts. Do I think that the people on TV who are looking for them are finding them? No. Ghosts don't show up when you want them to, I don't think. No, but if if what we're saying is, uh, let's assume for a second that ghosts are real, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's assume furthermore that this ghost in Pennsylvania in the Zillow listing is real. Uh-huh. They keep a very tight schedule. Yeah, this, they really do. This ghost, this particular ghost does. Yeah, this ghost runs like a Swiss clock, very regular. You know, three <laughs> thirteen a.m. Three thirteen a.m. There's going to be some screaming or whatever. So it's reasonable to believe if you were a scientist who was trying to capture this ghost's activity that you just wait around until three thirteen in that second floor bathroom, which is the only place it happens because that ghost is probably scared of of steps or something. So then you could go – do you want to talk about some of the tools that, that a scientist would use or a paranormal investigator would use yeah. to to prove the existence of a ghost, some of that methodology? Please, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, thank you for fishing. Yeah. I, I will always fish. <laughs> so, okay. Some of the tools that are – Do you have any – Sevens. <laughs> yes, but still go fish. Oh. <laughs> when I was a kid, we couldn't say, we couldn't say, go F yourself. So go fish was a reasonable substitute. Oh, really? That was Ugh, go fish. You and your siblings worked that out? Mm hmm. <laughs> Did your parents figure it out? Uh, I don't, I don't think we ever, I don't think we did it that often. This was like a two or three times thing. Okay. Your father never beat you with a glowworm for doing it in front of him. Oh man. Stop bringing up the glowworm story. Sorry. Okay. Ghost hunters. <laughs> Here are some of the tools. The, the theory is that paranormal activity creates changes in temperature mm-hmm. and alters electromagnetic fields. So. Some of the tools that are used include thermometers, digital camera, and sound recording equipment, of course, because there are EVP, supposedly electronic voice phenomena, which is where you ask ghosts a question and then you can pick up the audio of their answer. And it's always very faint in the white noise. I mean, I, I'm mm-hmm. going by the only real examples you have are televised examples of this because people aren't going into haunted houses and prisons and, and Victorian mental institutions. Haunted heist, please. Let's haunted, be grammatically sorry. correct. Haunted heist. And 
taking uh, recordings because they're a, they're a feared. We're conditioned yeah. to be a feared. Um, but we're but- conditioned to be a feared. By well, I guess these ghost shows were created much later. We're conditioned to be feared by popular entertainment, right? Right, which comes back to what I was saying earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, they also use electromagnetic field meters, so they are looking for data. But th- then they do stuff like they interview people and they go to the archives, which is not necessarily reliable as a means of determining whether or not something is true. That would be like uh, like Sir Isaac Newton going, well, I read a story about an apple falling, so I guess there's a law of gravity. So, yeah, that, but that's there's, – there's something about like it's not do you fact check in ghosts. Do you, it's do you believe in ghosts. And these these minuscule changes in temperature – I mean I could feel – I can feel temperature changes in the room I am in right now. And it's because I'm flailing my arm and it creates uh, a slightly cooler sensation where the air is. Right. Um, I could hear a blip on a recording that could – on a magnetic tape could be a piece of dust on a magnetic tape that uh, makes a little pop sound. It's it's that sort of trying to quantify it that – and I know people love these shows and they're a lot of fun. But I am one who generally finds myself going, ugh, groan. When, <laughs> when these guys are like, Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that little blip in there? That was the woman who lived here in 1940. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't it one of those things where like they play the tape? They're like, what's your name? And then you hear like, Billy, Billy's here. Billy's <laughs> oh, coming for you. Hal, please don't ever, please, please stop. Mark. Stop, Hal, please. I'm going to cuddle with you while you're sleeping, Mark. See, that's not a malicious Mark. ghost. That's a very sweet ghost. I'm Creepy. Gonna... No, thank you. But it's very sweet of you. I'm sorry for whatever was in your life, Billy, that led you to asking strangers, grown men to cuddle with you. Um, I was lonely. Lonely. Now, this is going to give me nightmares. Mark. So you're really going back and forth here. You, you. No, that, look, no, that, that is never what happens on those things. What you hear on those things, it's like, is this the ghost of someone who used to live in this house? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh, that was it. Did you hear that? Yeah. And you're like, that could have been the guy behind you's shoe scuffing. That's the ghost of a duck. <laughs> 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 Do you have unfinished business? <laughs> oh, the ghost is angered. Uh, okay, so but but on the one hand, you're you're saying you believe ghosts could be real. They, uh, yes, saying they I are, am, but I'm but, saying I could believe that ghosts are real, but I think too many over the last however many centuries, too many opportunistic people have used others' belief in ghosts to give themselves uh, – to boost themselves up financially or to boost their egos and prove themselves to be right. For example, spiritualism back at the end of the 19th century, mm-hmm. this these people were hoaxes. There were, uh, all of the spiritualists that I, I, I know we mentioned this before, but Arthur Conan Doyle and, and, uh, 
and Queen Victoria and Mary Todd Lincoln and, and lots of famous people. These are, these are scams that were, uh, perpetrated. The Fox sisters, famously, they, they had these little knocking sounds that like what people hear on these recordings where it's, um, oh, just listen for the little, just listen for the teeniest, faintest little knock. And people would do this and they'd be like, oh my gosh, it's a ghost. No, do you know what it was? It was the Fox sisters cracking their knuckles oh, under the table. Nasty. That's what it was. I hate cracked knuckles. I hate cracking <laughs> knuckles, joints, necks, because I, I, I have an unreasonable fear of having my fingers and toes broken. Like they'll bend the wrong way and be broken. And I just feel like one time somebody's going to be like, yeah, so anyway, uh, I was going to play some tennis and uh, the other day I saw Bob and oh my God, my finger. My finger's hey, been removed. Oh, Lord, why? Why did I do it? I did it to myself. I have no one else to blame. <laughs> oh, what? Hey, Hal. What? Stop. Is that a ghost? I, I wish that was a ghost. Now I want ghosts to be real. I don't want to think it's you <laughs> popping stuff out of joints. So stop it. All right. Mark. Um, oh, Mark, gosh. Please stop. Oh, man. Oh. oh, Hal, I love you, brother. May your voiceover career never involve that voice. <laughs> this is all an audition right now. I'm I'm going to hang up this phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as easy as an easy as easy as this is to fake the uh, the sounds, visual imagery is just as easy to fake as well. Right. Um, spooky photos have been around as long as photos have been around. There's the Cottingley fairies that uh, Victorians with the the advent of cameras and photographs, they they and their weird obsession with death that they all seemed to have. Right. Like nobody understood then that a photograph that looked like I can see the spirit leaving the body. Like, no, the photographer nudged the tripod while the photo was being taken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That, I feel like I want the, I want the answer to this to be ghosts are real. But I feel like people who are out to prove that ghosts are real, I am so immediately skeptical of that they're making me want to say ghosts are fake just out of spite. Well, you're, now you're conditioned again by media and, and stuff that's come before. So you don't believe mm-hmm. it's possible that there are actual people out there who are scientifically trying to prove the existence of ghosts. They're trying to back up something that they feel is true so that others will believe them. They're not even trying to convince themselves. I'm sure there are people out there and some of these, uh, some of these people on these shows, I do not mean to disparage the ones who earnestly believe it. It's, I mean to disparage the hucksters. Sure. I wish, I wish the scientists well who are looking into this. Um, and I think they are earnest. And in many, in many cases, aside from the television hucksters, uh, in many cases, they are earnest in doing this, but I am not certain that their methodologies are, are, will ever be accepted within the science community. Okay. Well, that, that being said, here's, uh, there is some methodology that is accepted everywhere. It is the methodology that Mark and I use to come to the answer. In every episode. And one thing we have not talked about yet is whether either of us 
have ever encountered a ghost. And if we tell you it happened, it happened. But before we do that, I want you to be haunted in a good way by how amazing some of the other podcasts on the Maximum Fun Network are. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Oh, thank goodness. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Griffin McElroy, and this is our serious promo. No horsing around, you two. If you like just three gentlemen being adults about topics and giving advice for them to them, My Brother, My Brother, Me is the podcast for you serious-minded adults. No monkey shines, no fall to roll. Hey, let me ask you a question. How sophisticated is your palate? <laughs> you like Merlot? <laughs> Our show is basically like the Merlot and dark chocolate of podcasts. You gotta be grown up to like them. Our podcast is Toilet Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the Toilet Wine of Podcasts every Monday right here at MaximumFun.org. Listen up, Midwestern Max Funsters. Do not miss out on the inaugural Chicago Podcast Festival, November 17th through 19th. Catch the hilarious ladies of Lady to Lady and the witty and incisive Ineke and James from Minority Corner. Plus, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne will feature interviews with some pretty heavy hitters like Andre Royo and Dwayne Kennedy. Don't snooze. Don't lose. Tickets are available right now. Visit MaximumFun.org and buy them. And we're back. <laughs> hey, Don Pardo. You know, I only remember one combination of get, uh, musical guest and host, and it's from 1986, I think. And it was uh, musical guest Tim Buck Three and your host <laughs> John Larroquette. I don't know why that <laughs> sticks in my head so strongly. Tim Buck Three. Oh, because when you hear Tim Buck Three. Your brain immediately puts that in the long-term memory and whatever came immediately before or after it. Do you remember Timbuk3's big hit? Uh, no, but I remember the name Timbuk3 and seeing it on an album of one-hit wonders. What was their hit? Future's so bright, gotta wear shades. Timbuk3, everybody. Now, All right, Timbuk3. Personal experience with ghosts. Mark. Yes. Have you ever encountered a ghost before? Do you believe you have encountered a ghost? And if so... Tell me about it. I have two experiences where I have encountered ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, the first, maybe it was at a time when I was particularly susceptible to it because I was on a midnight ghost tour through Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Um, and there was uh the, we we're talking about uh this one section that had a particularly large number of ghosts and a home where the matriarch of the home was said to haunt the grounds of the home then we moved on to a different section of uh savannah uh, or a different area of the same uh a different house in the same area of savannah and he's telling us a story of a very sad and tragic story about a, uh, a slave owner who was, was brutal to his slaves. And, uh, and I, I won't get into that whole very dark story, but I, uh, I turned around, I sensed something and I turned around and I saw a woman in a black dress, old timey looking woman in a black dress, uh, hunched over in a garden. And she looked up, looked at me and vanished. And I was terrified. And I turned around and I asked our tour guide, 
I said, what does, uh, what, and I, I did not answer it. It was not a, Hey, does she do this? And he answers yes or no. I asked him, I said, the woman in, in the, uh, in the house across the way, how do people usually see her and what is she wearing? He said, Oh, she's usually bent over in the garden wearing a black Victorian dress. And I nearly pooped my pants. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's scary. So that was a, that was one. Okay. Another one, I was six years old. I was at the Bijou Theater in Knoxville, Tennessee doing a play. And, uh, I went up to the balcony to just kind of explore like a six year old does. And I wanted to wander around and see what was up. And, um, this balcony was the, the second balcony. It's now where the lights are and it is, uh, supposedly haunted. Um, and I came out of that balcony. Uh, when I was called to the stage to work on one of my scenes, I come out of the balcony and, uh, I push through the double doors to leave and the double doors open. I walk through, I hear the double doors shut. And then I hear a little jingle, jingle. I turn around and those double doors are chained and padlocked from the outside. So I just walked through a door through a pair of double doors that was chained and padlocked shut. Oh, wow. I will give you one more example. Wait, does that mean you're a ghost? I might be a ghost. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, but it's cool. You can record my voice, uh, and I'll give you recordings of it, like those bozos that hear the... Oh, did you hear that? Um, here's the third one. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is not a ghost experience I had, but uh, just an amusing moment. There is apparently a ghost that haunts the bathroom of a bar in Savannah, Georgia. On that same ghost tour, we were told this story. There's a ghost that haunts the bathroom of that bar. And what he likes to do is turn the water on and off in the sink. I tell you this because it is a, a single person bathroom. Uh, not, not like a, you can't be married to go in. I mean, it's a one person, one, I want to time bathroom. Um, I went into the bathroom and I am peeing and I have never been more scared or alert in my life. I'm standing there peeing and thinking to myself, the water's going to come on. Oh my God. The water in the sink is going to come on while I'm standing here peeing. I'm in the most vulnerable position right now. And that water is going to start coming on in the sink. So that that's the most scared I've ever been when a ghost didn't even show up. Oh, that's not a ghost story. That's just, no, it was just scared a while you pee. Yeah. What a Oh, I yeah. said it wasn't a real ghost story. <laughs> All right. What about you? Okay. Um I'm going to start with a story about my mother who believed very strongly in ghosts. And okay. she also believed that in a former life she was either George Washington or someone who knew George Washington. So, in our wow. in our house was a portrait of George Washington that just sort of sat on a shelf. <laughs> that is fantastic. Now, I don't I'm not saying I share the belief system of my dear departed mother. I certainly mm -hmm. would like to because that would mean she was around right now. And I know she's with me all the time. Nobody mm -hmm. needs to tell me. Um, but one time she was down in Florida visiting family and she went to uh, – they all went out to a restaurant together. I was not there. And she and her cousin went into the bathroom and they'd heard there was a ghost there. And all of a sudden my mother's eyes started fluttering. So she – Burst out of the bathroom running saying, the ghost has my eyes. The ghost has my eyes. Now, Mark, <laughs> do I think that was a real ghost? Probably not. 
Ugh. Probably wasn't a real ghost, but she believed it was. She certainly oh, did. Oh, man. And I, I'm sure she had other stories that I'm forgetting. That's the one that sticks out just because it's the most hilarious one. And the we, image of your mom running out yelling, the ghost has my eyes. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> my mother is not much of a runner, so she probably looked like a stork trying to escape <laughs> from a predator. <laughs> but, but like not flying, just sort of storking around because she had very long legs and in fact played pinball. I'm sorry, did you just use, did you say not flying, but storking around? Yeah, just storking around. You know how they were. Right on. Like I feel you. When she played pinball, whenever she was at a pinball mm-hmm. machine, she would do the stork thing where she would tuck one leg up under so her legs looked like the number four. Sure. She could not play. Is that a stork otherwise. thing or a flamingo thing? Uh, both. Maybe it's a oh, flamingo flamingos thing. are just pink storks. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, you dumb flamingos. You're just a pink stork. Yeah. Stupid what, pink stork. What Have you the, been to the pink stork casino in Vegas? <laughs> Is that the one owned by Mickey the Stork Stork Casino? Um. Anyway, do you have uh, have you ever experienced a ghost yourself? I in college got a Ouija board. Oh, or had and and not like an old Ouija board, like just a Ouija board, like a Parker Brothers. Yeah, yeah. It was made in a factory. Yeah, exactly. They could have just as easily put the Trivial Pursuit sticker on that big piece of cardboard. Exactly. So we're we're using it. And as you know, uh, or for those of you who maybe don't, when you have a Ouija board, you are meant to very lightly touch it. So you are not meant to – you're just meant to make contact with it. The idea is that it will move itself. The the ghost is moving it. And, you you know, it has the the numbers, the letters, and yes, no. So we were mm-hmm. asking yes or no questions, and I think there were three of us. I think that's how many you need. And I kept answering, and it was like weird, and everybody's like, are you pushing it? No, are you pushing it? And the the spirit, I'm saying this with quotes because who knows, identified itself as a relative of mine, like oh. a great uncle, something mm-hmm. like that. Did it know facts about this great uncle? It had a name that I'd never heard before. And so I, like, I was not manipulating it. Certainly the two people I knew who, they were in college, they weren't lifelong friends. There's no way they would have had this information. And afterwards, I called my parents. It was somebody on my father's side and I asked, like, hey, do we have an uncle named whatever it was? Julius, let's say. And my, my dad was like, yeah, he was my great uncle. Like, just, Everything that had happened in in the over the course Ooh. of that session turned out to be true Ooh. about that guy. Like real like it was I was in tears after it. Like it it frightened me. It like shook me to my core because I had been so skeptical up to that point and then was confronted with something that seemed that was unexplainable. It 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 it's it it could be random chance. I know mathematically that's possible. But mathematically, the chances of you picking Julius? Yeah, or whatever the or name Or whatever was. the name was. Right. I, I, like, I, I wouldn't I, – I didn't have that knowledge. It wasn't even something subconscious in me that, that I was like, oh, that's right. One time I saw a family tree and that name was there, so it stuck with me and then it came to the surface. E- even so, why would it? Why would mm-hmm. it right there? I wasn't looking for proof. It was more like for fun. 
Like, let's just see what happens. So, yeah, that's always great when, you, when you're at a college party and you're like, oh, this game will be fun. And then you are rocked to your core and can't sleep for three days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I certainly don't like being in dark, scary places. If I go to the uh, Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, which is famously haunted, I would not want to be there at night. Even though I, I feel like I'm pretty sure there aren't ghosts. Still, there probably are scary people around there. So maybe that's enough of a reason, but <laughs> like, I don't like, I, I don't like. Well, yeah. In, Cause you know, scary people, the places they like to hang out at is prisons. Yeah. I, part of me wants to say that the reason why we're afraid of ghosts, especially in dark places mm-hmm. is because we can't see, we have less control over our environment. We're usually somewhere that is foreign to us. It's dark. So we don't have a, a good handle on everything happening in the room. And I think that allows your mind to, to create things to be afraid of. You were conditioned on that, uh, tour mm-hmm. to see a ghost, whether you actually saw one or not. I'm not saying you didn't, but I'm saying you were conditioned to think that you had because all right. you're hearing are these stories. And then you look over it, it is just, and I have like, a pretty active imagination. Yeah. So. Still doesn't explain the, uh, the doors when I was six. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, there is no explanation unless you're misremembering. You're misremembering. Oh, oh, congratulations. You won the pageant. <laughs> congratulations, misremembering <laughs> with musical guest Tim Buck Four. Oh, oh, it's 2016. Tim Buck Four is out. One of them had a child. Um, yeah, I, is this enough proof to say that ghosts are real? That's the big question. I think, I think the aggregate of our experiences. Yes. Uh, the, a history of people having real, genuine ghost stories that they completely believe. I'm not putting the pseudoscience in there. As evidence of ghosts. Maybe it even is, but I'm, I'm so turned off by the, uh, by the opportunism of it. Okay. I'll, I'll say this. I will leave out the opportunistic evidence. Uh huh. But I will, I will, uh, allow into submission the evidence of earnest ghost hunters who are not doing it for a profit. Even though there's no proven scientific link between drops in temperature, changes in the electromagnetic field, and paranormal activity. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you're right. So I, we can't put that in there. So, Sorry, guys. So, so what you're saying – because it sounds like you're winding your way towards ghosts are real even though there is zero scientific evidence to back it up. So you're – you are – it, it, it sounds like – and I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but w- wait till I'm done talking. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying ghosts are real – even though science isn't going to prove it. And that's the one thing I'm going to discount is the ability of science to, to prove it, even though it has not yet. Yeah. I will, I will, uh, I will, I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want. Your ruling would be ghosts are real. My ruling would be ghosts are real. Look, over the past several thousand years, we have made leaps and bounds in uh, discoveries of things once thought to be magic. 
we are not at the end game of that right now. Right. We're not at, we are, we haven't finished discovering things. So there are still things out there that seem like magic. Because science has not discovered it yet, doesn't mean that it won't. And I think there is enough evidence from people, living people. Look, as soon as you die, you know whether or not there are ghosts. Yes. Which means that billions and billions and billions of people who have lived on this earth know the answer to this question. Problem is we can't ask them. So we can go only off of what we have. And it's October, Hal. It's Halloween month. Don't you want to believe in ghosts? Mark. Mark, do you hear that? Listen. You can hear it. Do you hear that? You hear that just off in the distance? That knocking? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get closer and let's see what it is. Listen. Okay. Mark. Do you hear that? Wait, Hal, this better not be Billy. Mark. Wait, Billy's trying to tell us something. Oh, God. People of the world. Ooh. Nope, I'm hanging up. I'm done. I'm out. Listen. I'm out. This is important, Mark. This is for, this is for the entire world. We're, we're, the ruling is coming from the beyond. People of the world. We're real. We're here. We all want to cuddle with Mark. Science can't find us. Not yet. Not yet. I'm scaring myself. All right, look. Here's the thing. (laughs) I can't even keep it up. I'm literally frightening myself with that dumb Victorian child ghost voice. Here's the thing. I, I think you hit it on the head, Mark. There's so much out there that are, that are currently unexplained phenomena that over time, science will, will reveal to us the things that we don't yet know. Mm-hmm. And until then, they, they are going to be things that are told anecdotally and are, are phenomenon that have yet to, to be explained scientifically. And there's going to be a ton of hucksterism out there. But I think to out of hand say there are no such things as ghosts is to be grossly ignorant to the the possibility that there is some form of energy out there. Forget the religious aspect of it altogether. That there is some form of energy out there that uh, it cannot yet be explained. That there aren't other alter i mean elon musk is out there talking about how there is a slight mathematical chance that we're all just characters in some advanced video game so if that is possible why can't the game be <laughs> resident evil and there are a bunch of zombies and ghosts and stuff wandering around i i believe that I, and i i am comfortable enough with this for for the sake of you mark to say and tell everybody ghosts are real and if you want uh, to hang out with some ghosts, go over to Pennsylvania. You can get a lovely house. I mean, it's a beautiful <laughs> Victorian. And I think yeah. the, the price is a hun- under uh, 130K, which is good living. I mean, it's an investment, but hey, you're going to get a roommate for free. That ghost isn't going to pay rent, but also you can scare people. Don't, you don't have to tell your family. Yeah. You, if you have, uh, like, you're, you're $122,880. Yeah. That's, that's a, I bet you can get that price down. I'll bet you that's can a, get it that's, down. 
that's an over a hundred year old house. That's really a good deal. Yeah, that's like a thousand dollars per year, or like twelve hundred per year. It's been around. That's a that's not a bad per year price, is what I'm saying for a haunted place. Yeah, for a haunted place. I mean, look, go you can go to New Orleans and just find all the haunted houses that are there. You could live there too and have Papa Shango from WWE be your real estate agent. We couldn't go one whole episode. I can't help it. I <laughs> All I can think of is Charles Wright wearing that skull makeup on his face and a top hat with a feather in it. Oh, guys, Jeremy, all those people out there who who want ghosts to be real, congratulations. Ghosts are now real. Not because of science, but because of Mark and Hal, the greatest right. authority in paranormal existence. Asked and answered. Boo. Boo. Oh, gosh, you scared me. (laughs) This topic is covered, but there are many more to discuss. So reach out to us on Twitter at WeGotThisTweets or visit the Maximum Fun subreddit. A flame war is happening now. You can find us at Facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast or special musical guests or email. We got this podcast at gmail.com. Thanks as always to our musician. Oh wait, no, I'm going to do this one as Vincent Price. Thanks as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dynerstein and Mike Furman for our score and song respectively. <laughs> I'll be, uh, I'll be the ghost host. Uh, AKA the Beyond Belief voice for, for the rest of this. Ooh. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, QA engineer Jen Alba, and graphic designer Eric Hellman. <laughs> and thanks, of course, to you. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know why I decided on the count. <laughs> I didn't have long to think of another spooky voice. Uh, yeah. thank you to our listeners. You guys are wonderful. We, we, thank you for putting up with us really legitimately trying to figure out whether ghosts are real or not and listening to our silly stories and ramblings. Uh, we do this for you and for us and thank you for giving us a chance to do it. So for Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.